Welcome to episode one of Trippers Trippin'. Trippers Trippin' is a travel podcast which features the young, black, and sexy. Your hosts are Spirit, myself, and Beans. Today's episode is going to be about traveling in the Caribbean, going off with strangers, and Beans' most recent vacation. Stay tuned for episode one, and thank you for being here with us. Welcome back to another episode of Trippers Trippin' with your girl Spirit. And your girl Beans. Hey, we are here in Baltimore ready to share some stories with you. And we're so very excited because Beans just got back from a fabulous Caribbean vacation. Yeah, man. <laughs> Doing the Trippers Trippin' name very proud in the beautiful... I want to say Atlantic Ocean. If you guys yeah. hear some rumbling, there is a thunderstorm of brewing, but we are not afraid of those. Not so. at all. It is the Atlantic Ocean. You're correct. Oh. Yeah, feel that thunder. I know, I like that We thunder. brought the storms back from Jamaica, so I apologize in advance. So, you did not go on a cruise. You flew. Correct. Right. Okay. Yes, we actually stayed at an all-inclusive resort, which is like... My first time as an adult doing that. And it was a pretty interesting experience. It was Jewel Paradise Cove. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, solid three out of five. It was very average. Three out of five stars? Yes, Stokes. three out of five. Palm trees? <laughs> yeah, Some was... people have different grading <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. It was three stars out of five stars. For the whole I... experience or just like lodging? For that resort. Okay. Like for that resort. I would give it a three out of five. Um, I'm always going to talk in the Google review rating style, just Hello. so you know. We can set that <laughs> premise right now. I'm a Google reviewer. We do five stars. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we arrive in Jamaica. Getting through the airport is hectic. You know, you have to make sure you have your COVID papers signed. Make sure you have a uh, your negative test with you. Mm-hmm. You have to get a travel advisory approval from the website. So all that's got to be oh, printed. Wow. Yeah, the restrictions right now are very intense. Uh, then you have to register your passport like 10 times. And they take your picture and print off a receipt with your face on it. That's like, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we finally get through the airport. We get in a shuttle. We get to the uh, resort. Now, at this point in time, our group is all split up. As I said in episode zero, I'm a group traveler. I'm there with my mom, my dad, my stepdad, and a couple of my dad's friends. One of them being the birthday girl. <laughs> it was her 50th birthday, so that's why we're even in Jamaica. Okay, got you. Um, so we're there celebrating with her. Her birthday was on the 1st. We got there from May 29th to June 2nd. Very fun time. We get through the airport, get to the resort. First thing we want to do, drop our shit off and eat. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking hungry. See, the f- I'm the opposite. I'm like, drop my shit off and then go to the beach. Okay. And be like, I'm here, ocean. <laughs> and that's probably why you're skinnier than me. <laughs> food 
food was my first priority. <laughs> um, <laughs> we get to there and drop our stuff off, get our keys, cool beans. Uh, again, it's all inclusive, so the food's mm-hmm. free. You just have to find what who's serving what food where. Yeah. They have this section called the grill, and they have like burgers, wraps, turkey sandwiches, fries, stuff like that, you know. Ew. <laughs> Not ew. It is ew. I'm, okay, so this is why we have this podcast, so that people of different perspectives can come together, because if I went to a establishment on vacation, and the cuisine was burgers, wraps, fries, and whatever else you just said, I would turn around and leave. I'm gonna fly back and I would fuck, fuck this whole thing. Oh, it's obviously not a vacation. Because I could have just driven through any old drive-thru anywhere for that. I didn't that. go to Jamaica to eat a burger. I didn't. <laughs> so, but again, that's just the arrival food. So, we're sitting there Mind you, it's been raining on and off in Jamaica. Um, mm-hmm. When we got there, it rained, but then it stopped like during the, like, during the ride. And traveler pro tip, you guys, if you're going to a place outside of America, sometimes the seasons are different. Some places have wet and dry. Find out what season it is, lest you be rained on. 100%. But you know what the crazy thing is? He said it's not their rainy season yet. These oh. are hurricane seasons from June to October. Oh. I guess it was about to be June, so... He wasn't wrong. But Any was, climate change. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're sitting there. It starts to rain, but we're at a table under an umbrella, under a tree at mm-hmm. the bottom of the sea. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there, and the waitress just never comes over. We saw her with one group. She went back to the chef. Mind you, the chef told us to put our food in with the waitress. So we're sitting there, waiting, waiting, waiting. This is the chef who makes the wraps. Yes, yes. We call him the burger connoisseur. Oh, my God. And so we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, 10, 15 minutes go by. Like, my stomach's touching my back, and I'm just exhausted from travel. So I go up there. I'm like, look, we never got a waitress. Please, let me, can you just take my order? He's like, yes, I'll take it. So it's me, my dad, my Aunt Queenie, and doing the orders, cool beans. When the food's finally done, a separate lady outside of the one I saw previously who took an order but never came back. Mm-hmm. A separate lady with an umbrella comes around and the lady comes up to me when I'm picking up the food and was like, hey, I was going to get your order, but it was raining, so I didn't come over. Can so. I get my tip now? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, what? Where in the job description of working outdoors said, they just say, raining. never mind, because it's raining. I don't, but I don't care like, about that. That is not my job description. Oh, really? <laughs> so we take the food back and it was mediocre so we waited forever for some relatively trash ass food Mm -hmm. it had no flavor no seasoning Eh. my dad wanted his burger well done it was like medium well and it was just i have no sympathy for any of you because you went to another country to eat burgers and fries we didn't know that that was going to be the menu that's what's going to happen well we didn't know that was going to be the menu we get there (laughs) say where's the food at there's only one place open that's what they got i'm just going to not eat the raw I'm hungry. Okay, so once you've digested your mediocre food and you process <laughs> that traumatic experience, then yes. what happens? Take a nap, then we go back out, and then the buffet is open with the actual Caribbean food. Okay. So oxtails out, mm. cabbages out, uh, some type of seafood. I, I think ackee. I don't eat fish, so I, I was avoiding it. I don't quite know what ackee is. It's like, it's I know... It's a saltwater fish. Okay, because I know sometimes I get... 
Canadian salt fish, and sometimes there's like an eggs with fish in it, and then the cook food yam and. I'm thinking ackee is fish. It said ackee and saltfish, like you said. Yeah. And I saw fish and walked away. So if ackee's not fish, then I'm going to apologize now and we'll figure it out it later. I think it might be something else. I know. Just for context, y'all, I'm partially Jamaican, slightly. <laughs> mostly West Indian. So don't come for me in the emails. Like, you don't know my cuisine. Because I'm just struggling over here. I only normally eat curry goat and my tea is oxtail. Anyways, you yeah. have to go food. Yeah. None of it's seasoned. <laughs> None of it's seasoned. That's impossible. Okay. Um, it's just literally impossible. It's bland. Like, the vegetables just taste like they threw it in boiling water and served it. Girl. This is day one. This is day <laughs> one. Still in the first hour <laughs> yes. of the trip. <laughs> yes. Um, three out of five, as I said. Oh. The service was Wait, nice, Wait, can you though. say the name again so people know not to go to this resort? <laughs> this was uh, Jewel Paradise Cove. Now, what I will say is I'm going to imagine price-wise it might be one of the lower-priced ones. Mm -hmm. So, like, for the price we paid. What price did you pay? So in total, I think I paid like eight hundred for for a flight six days. Yeah, for with the flight with the flight. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah, like we didn't really pay that much. That includes flight. That includes where you're staying. It includes the food. It includes the drinks. But you get what you pay for. Yeah. So like, if you're trying to go to Jamaica on a budget, one hundred percent go. Um, like it very much was average. Mm -hmm. There's pools everywhere. There's a beach, so it was definitely a good experience. The spa. Shout out to the Jewel Paradise Coast Spa. Okay. Let me tell you, Antoinette, go holler go Antoinette. She had that lemongrass scrub, rubbed oh. down, milk and honey wrap. Oh. Yeah, so there was definitely good parts. Was the spa included or was it extra? No, it was extra. Okay. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. They're going to make their money somehow. I paid $200 for two hours. Yeah, okay. Pop quiz. What is the conversion ratio of one U.S. American dollar to one Jamaican J.A.? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Take one guess. Guess for me. Um, like four before Jamaican dollars to one U.S. dollar. A hundred and fifty to one. God damn. So we you paid two hundred American dollars. I just paid two hundred American. Yes. That's so sad. But when we converted our money, we was making it right. Yeah. <laughs> what does the money look like? Uh, very colorful, actually. Yeah. Uh, like the hundred was like I think it was like a goldish pink. And like what Something we lack like for in global green. value, we make up for <laughs> in rainbows, flair, and pageantry. We wow you with our color scheme. Okay, so tell me about what like your rooms were like. Like what was the deal? Yeah, so it's like, kind of like a hotel room, honestly. Uh -huh. uh, nice sized bed, pretty firm. Very spacious. There was no space to move and groove through. Um, I actually went with my family, so I shared a room with my padre. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't like a couple's trip this time, but there were a lot of couples there. So if you're in a couple thing, definitely could check it out. Okay. Uh, the shower was huge. Very nice size shower. They had half of a glass wall and no door. So like there's half of a glass wall where the shower head is mm -hmm. and then there's just nothing else. So like anything past that point is just going out. <laughs> there's no sliding door, opening, Be closing free. door, just like yeah. Wait, so which part of Jamaica were you in? We were in Montego Bay. Okay. Yeah, so we landed in Montego Bay in uh, the St. Anne Parish. And so, that sounds familiar somehow, I don't know why. Um, yeah. I mean Montego Bay is pretty 
popular tra- uh, tourist area. I'm at the St. Anne's. Oh, St. Anne's Parish. Specifically. I don't know why. Um, that's where Bob Marley's house is. Okay, that's why. Because I want to go to Jamaica and one of the things I want to do there is go to Bob Marley's house. Did you go to Bob Marley's house? Did we go to Bob Marley's house? Tell us house? about that! Leave <laughs> with that, please. Well, you, you look, look, I, was, I like to do beginning no, day. You're I'm talking sorry. about the shower and the architecture. You asked Like she didn't ask about Well, me. I didn't know you had been to Bob Marley's <laughs> house. Um, <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. We uh, found this dope driver. One one bit tidbit before the the house. On one day we went to the casino in town. So we just found a random taxi cab driver. He took us to the casino. We walked around a bit. He brought us back. Really cool dude. We said, will you be our driver for the week? So we just paid him to be just our driver. Mm-hmm. Um, typically when you go to resorts, they have excursions. So they already arrange a bus for you. Yeah. But the prices are already set. So at the excursion, you pay $75. It includes the tour and the bus ride. Mm-hmm. We paid this guy $20 and then $25 for the tour. So $45 to do the same exact thing the hotel was offering. Oh, okay. Um, deals, deals, deals. Always. That's how I travel. Tell y'all, <laughs> payment plans, there's always a workaround. I don't buy excursions. It's so money payment pay. plans and find random yeah, taxi cab random drivers. Random taxi cab drivers. You got to get his vibe, though. <laughs> so he took us to the Bob Marley house. It was like an hour hour 15 from the resort i didn't think that ride was going to end um but driving through jamaica is interesting is clearly driving on the opposite side of the road versus america i will not say wrong side it is the wrong side they don't because like it's them. only the they british like and the nope. places where the british have been that do that it's and that lets you know that it's wrong it's not it's offensive they find it offensive They're, so. i'm sorry well, if the British you are insane. drive on the opposite side of the road, I'm going to let you know I respect your decision. If you drive on the opposite side of the road, I'm sorry that you suffered through British colonialism, but that is why you are driving on the opposite side of the road. And you need to accept that. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, the drive was crazy. It's like a road maybe like as big as like as wide as your phone and then a truck coming down that's wider than your phone and you're just like, how are we going to do this? And it's just like... It all works out. Oh. Only after you shit yourself three times. <laughs> we get to Bob Marley's house. As soon as you, like, when you pull up, there's this big blue gate. He would have no idea that's where the hell you're Wait, at. is this the house he grew up in or his house house that's on, like, Hope Road or Love Road? The house he grew up in. Okay. So, on Mount Zion. Okay. Yeah, so, like, it was his mom's house there and the actual house that he grew up in. Okay. Um, so, we go there big blue gate and the car just stops and we're like where the hell are we he, he yells at some guy on the road they open the gate open it apparently like we're there I'm like what the hell <laughs> you go in of course there's some shopping again it's tourism like they want you to buy everything every shop owner wants you to buy everything that they have to sell um we go upstairs we pay for the uh, tour we go upstairs to the bar before you go on the tour there's to get a you bar drink. in the bob marley house right before you go see the houses yes they have a bar there that's wrong <laughs> and like they're selling they're selling pre-rolled slips they're selling uh space cake you're lying oh i have no what it's 20 dollars a slice what? Um, very thick chocolate cake it's very that? dense i personally didn't but the people i was with did okay um fyi my previous stories will involve a lot more drugs as of late i don't really smoke like i used to oh. um but yes, yeah, so so stupid. We took a shot of the light on fire. <laughs> it's a layered shot, so it's green. Uh, no, it's red, yellow, green. Yeah. They set it on fire, and then you slurp it down with a straw. I've never understood the fire aspect of because you got a little wild side. It's just, it's just 
just like I don't okay. I put fire to my face and survived. I'm a man woman. And I paid twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um cool. So he takes us to his mom's house first. Um she was like really good at sewing. There's like all these dolls and stuff that she created. That's terrifying. I was me and my mom were horrified. I'm sure my, just, my mom is running we're like, don't look in their eyes. Listeners, I find dolls eyes. to be terrifying. Yeah. And I'm glad we're in there like she's like agree. she's like the person is living in this doll. Literally right no now. dolls hold spirits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very scary. Um there's like a lot of pictures of them um in their childhood them growing up and stuff. There's like a picture of Bob kissing his mom. It's very cute. Um, and it's a nice house. It's very olden, uh, olden, olden that's a word. Yeah, it's from the it's, olden times. Yeah. Um, they still had a sugarcane processing machine there that was like huge. Uh huh. It's like this, about six feet and two <laughs> inches. In normal people's feet. Yeah. Um, and yeah so then they take us to the actual they, they take you to an area where you rest up before you go to mount zion they play mm. some music for you um i'm sorry they're playing music I'm sure, you couldn't see but she was doing drum motions yeah, with her yeah. hands <laughs> yeah. this was drum music it was literally, literally like congos and ba-da, stuff ba-da, ba-da, yeah ba-da, they, ba-da. they're doing bob marley covers on I, bongos yeah and still drums oh. Uh, but I actually didn't get to hear the music because I actually had to go to the restroom. So I didn't really get to experience the music. Uh, but what I did do, we went to the restroom and it's like this dark, terrifying restroom. Like I'm in there and it's like super tiny and I'm like not even claustrophobic, but I'm thinking that those dolls are going to come and get me. So I was just terrified. The dolls? I thought they were going to come like right under the stall. And were just they black dolls up. or white dolls? Because that's important. They were black dolls. Okay. That's a less scary kind of doll. It's like ghosts. Like, I don't want to interact with any racist ghosts. I'd rather (laughs) just interact with ghosts who don't hate black people first and racist ghosts. You don't know if the black dolls don't hate black people. They They were put in there by a black person. They might, but I, I have a better feeling about the black dolls. I think I could perhaps... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, while you try to rationalize and befriend the black dolls, I'm going to run for my life. So I go back in with the group. They finish the music. We have to walk up this hill to Mount Zion. I mean, it's Mount Zion. So clearly it's a mountain, but it's like... So I've never heard of Mount Zion. I didn't know that was... He was like born on a mountain? Of course not named after Zion because he was a Rastafarian or what's going on? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I was about to say. Yeah, but that's where he, like, that's where his house was. I think he said he was there from, like, four years old to 13 or two mm-hmm. years old to 13. Um, he grew up in that house, not by himself, though, we learned. And, um... Why did he be by himself? He was four years old. My mom asked the tour guide. She was like, so he was here by himself? And the tour guide was like, no. <laughs> Chapel was there, um, and then like the tomb dedicated to his mom. You had to take your shoes off to go in. Mm-hmm. The tour guide was very funny. He would let you know what's okay, what's not. So he'd like cameras, mm-hmm. <laughs> cigarettes, mm-mm. video, mm-mm. marijuana. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> it was hilarious. 
But at every stop, he would let you know what you could and couldn't do. It was very funny. Um, there was just a lot of history there. Uh, it was cool. I enjoyed the tour. Uh, I have no reason to do it again, mm-hmm. but everyone should do it at least once. I mean, yeah. if you're going to be in Jamaica, check it out. It's $25. You get to see it. You get to learn a lot of the history of Bob Marley. Um, I didn't know that he had passed away before his mom so long yeah, before she passed away, like 2008. He was a strict Rastafarian, and he had cancerous melanoma on his toe. Mm-hmm. And you probably know this. Did they say this at the door? They did, actually. Yeah. And, of course, they gave the spin. Like, the, they say it's cancer, but we know it really happened. What do they think really so happened? So, like, uh, when they discovered he was in Miami... Um, and they're pretty much like the hospitals just kept like drugging him up and basically fucking with him to the point that he really? died. That's what he yeah. was saying. Really? That they Michael oh. Jackson him basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what the tour guy basically implied. That they killed Bob Marley with it was drugs. The man. Okay, well, this is a conspiracy theory. It was, the, it was being the man told the at the Bob Marley house allegedly. <laughs> what I heard was that because in Rastafarianism, you're not allowed to remove your body parts, which is part of why you also can't cut your locks as well because you can't remove things that hold your energy. And so when he had the cancerous melanoma, I heard it was against his beliefs to remove the melanoma from his toe, and he had lived with it for several years before it became so malignant that it killed him. However, I also know he survived, like, several assassination attempts, so... You know, I'd say that theory is plausible. I just prefer to believe that he was so wound up in his spirituality. He was like, no, just let me be. (laughs) Rather, because that's the ending I want to imagine for like one of my favorite people who has ever lived and one of my time travel choices. We all have that list of people we would go back and time travel for. Just to see, like, what happened. Just to see, or just to, you know, yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> see before the passing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, some of the excursions, uh, some of my family members did Mystic Mountain. So that's zip lining, uh, bobsled, but it's like on a track, not actually like not winter sports. Bob sledding. And they said that was like the funnest experience. So it's like you're lying down, like, like corpse pose, like you're lying flat. It's like, like, sitting, like right? a, a, a one or two person, like almost like a roller cart. Imagine, and it's like this on this track. Mm-hmm. Uh, four guys, two on each side, that just send you flying, and the only control is the brakes, so you can like slow down whenever you want, or you can just. Ride it full speed. And they said they had fun. Yeah, they said that was the best thing. That's what they talked about like the whole time. Um, and then they had an inverted roller coaster that they said was okay. What the fuck is an inverted roller coaster? So your feet are hanging. Oh, I didn't know that's what that was called. I thought that was just that one ride at Six Flags. Um, Yeah, the Batman? No, Batman's when you're actually lying down. That is a fun ass roller coaster. Um, As you can see, we're dating ourselves. Is it the Joker? The Joker. Because the I thought the Joker is the one where it goes in the tunnel that is shaped like the Joker's mouth and it's playing the audio ha ha ha's. But there's a different one. No, there's Joker's that's, Jinx where it's outside and it's doing all these. Okay, things. Joker's Jinx. Yeah. Because there's more than one, I guess. And then there's the one. It's like orange and your feet are hanging down. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've been on that one. Is that's it sometimes dating ourselves? Is that an old park where do kids I mean, not go there anymore? I don't. Where did the teens go? I thought they all just. 
sex. I don't know. Do they go to amusement parks? I don't know. Or six, is Six Flags still open? We'll open listeners, it. please Let's let see us know. We'll open the poll to the listeners. Do you still go to Six Flags? <laughs> or, or any amusement park. Or any amusement park. Is it open? And not like Disney World or Disneyland, yeah. but like an amusement park. And, like and, Hershey and park clearly outside of COVID. Like if you went in 2019, that counts as still going. Please email us at trippertrippin at gmail.com and let us know yeah. when was the last time you went to an amusement park. We need to know <laughs> and this is by the way not an endorsement for any of the amusement and or theme parks we just said like that <laughs> <laughs> okay well back to jamaica <laughs> back to jamaica i got a couple more excursions and we'll wrap it up um we also did luminous lagoon now that's my favorite i'm one. loving all of this alliteration and yes luminous lagoon my hair still smells like lagoon it's really nasty i'm gonna take it out mm. Um, so what it is, you go out in the evening, they take you out on the boat mm-hmm. into the middle of this lagoon, you have to go at night mm-hmm. because the, the water is going to glow. Oh, it's like the, um, bioluminescence or yes. whatchamacallit. Yes. Um, but you can swim in it, mm-hmm. um, should you choose, which I did. Is it the glowing jellyfish or the glowing algae? The algae. Okay. It's like the microorganisms and something about phosphate and science. Um, magic, others yeah, would say. It was Jamaican magic. Like, they just <laughs> wanted it there and it was there. Um, not too far from Cuba, apparently. So, we're in the water. Well, first the boat's driving around. And they're like, look at the back of the boat so you can see where the uh, engine and the rudder is. And mm-hmm. it's like changing colors. So then you jump in and as you swim around and make movements and stuff, you literally start glowing around you. Oh, it was so cool. Like we'll post pictures on the blog site awesome. of us glowing in the water. Um, those are the main highlights. Overall, Jamaica was cool. Paradise Cove, three out of five. Solid. The service, like the people, were nice. Food was whack. Drinks were whack. <laughs> Real whack. If you want to get a good drink in Jamaica, go holler at my girl Melissa at Ocho's Rios Casino. She will hook you up. Nice. I taught her how to make a blue motorcycle. She said she'd never made one before. What's a blue motorcycle? So it's a Long Island iced tea. But instead of triple sec and Coca-Cola, uh-huh. use blue curacao and Sprite. That sounds like an adventure in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back from this break, Spirit's going to talk to you guys about walking away with strangers. See you soon. Again, for tuning in to Trippers Trippin', it's your girl Beans here with Spirit. Uh, the first half, we did talk about my recent trip to Jamaica, gave some quick highlights there uh, for the Patreon. I can give some more nitty gritty in depth stories about the therapy I did for someone <laughs> and someone trying to jump my bones. Uh, but now we're going to switch it over to Spirit's Adventures, where she's going to tell you guys about walking away with strangers. Hi. Tell me about it, Spirit. So, in keeping with our Caribbean theme for episode one, uh, we're going to branch off into the subsection of going off with strangers uh, when you travel, because I'd like to tell you all a story about when I went off with a stranger. Uh, I went to the island of Guadeloupe, uh, which is in the French Caribbean, which is my favorite kind of Caribbean. Um, Now, real quick, I noticed you said Guadeloupe. Is it not Lupe? It is not Guadeloupe, and I will tell you why. That's a great question, Beans. 
So, Guadalupe is one of kind of like these three sisters, French Caribbean islands. There's Dominica, Guadalupe, and Martinique, and you can like take a ferry between all of them, and they each have like their own name in French. Guadalupe is Ile de Bezo, which means Island of Beautiful Waters. Martinique is Ile de Belfleur, it's Island of Beautiful Flowers, because there's lots of beautiful like the crazy plants there. And then Dominica, I don't know what the name of French is, but everyone when I was on Guadeloupe was telling me Dominica is like where all the hottest ladies are. So probably something along those lines. Um, it's called Guadeloupe and not Guadalupe because the island was not discovered, but first visited by Europeans, namely evil-ass Christopher Columbus. Basically, uh, the residents of that island got their shit fucked up. I believe it was the Arawak. Um, the person who, the stranger I went off with, who was a lawyer um, that I met on the beach, uh, <laughs> uh, told me this story. He said that this island has had two genocides. He said when the, oh, he said the Arawak lived here and then the Carib came. These are different indigenous groups that were um, indigenous to that region, those islands. And the Carib killed all the Arawak, um, or the Arawak killed all the Carib. I believe it was the Carib killed all the Arawak. I'm not trying to sound couch with this. I just generally can't remember which was which. Um, and then he said, and then the Carib stayed here. And then when Christopher Columbus came, he killed all the Carib. Um, so Christopher Columbus was apparently like sailing by this island. And as I said, it's called Ile de Bezo, Island of Beautiful Waters, because it has these crazy ass beautiful uh, freshwater waterfalls. Um, which are so big and gorgeous and I actually did get to go on these hiking excursions through the hostel I was staying at um, to climb up to some of these waterfalls which were just incredible. Um, he could see the waterfalls from the ocean as he was sailing by. That's how big they were. And because he needed fresh water for him and all of his terrible friends, he stopped on that island and thus ensued um, what was apparently the second genocide. As we all know, Christopher Columbus is trash and we hate him. Boo. Um, but, well, I mean, he truly is trash. Um, but yeah, no, Guadalupe is a really beautiful place. And the reason it's called Guadalupe and not Guadalupe was because, of course, Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus was Italian, um, but he was working for the Spanish government. Um, so it was named, um, in Spanish, like, after La Virgen de Guadalupe, um, I guess, or whoever. I always think La Virgen de Guadalupe is Mexican. But it was named Guadalupe originally because it was a Spanish quote-unquote colony territory, whatever you want to call it. At some point, um, I'm not sure when it passed into the hands of the French, they decided to keep the name but just make it French. So okay. it's called Guadalupe, even though, yes, Guadalupe is um, a Spanish name, but it is called Guadalupe. Wow, okay. Anyway, so yes, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just... I no, it's an important distinction well. because everyone always asks. They're like, isn't it Guadalupe? And I'm yeah, like, no, so bitch. <laughs> Spirit knows what she's talking about, so she said Guadalupe is Guadalupe. It's Guadalupe. So do we need to send an email and be like, hey, your name is Loop Fiasco, just so you know? Oh, his name is Poopy Taco. I hate him. It's so <laughs> funny you would bring him up, because I really don't like him. He's one of those rappers who should be a rapper. He should just be a poet, but because maybe he feels he should be a rapper, he is one, but he should not be. And he gets on my nerves. Back to the story. So this stranger is apparently a lawyer. We're gonna unpack the story. I now. can't even remember his name, honestly. It's so funny. <clears throat> so I was staying in the only hostel on the island, uh, which was a really cool place. 
There actually went off with several strings. This is one I like now that I think about it. Um, short sidebar from the original story. Um, the owner of the hostel, uh, I won't say his name, um, he was like this older guy from Cameroon. Um, he told me I could like paint a mural there at the hostel. I was like staying in Guada for like, the short cool name of the island is Guada, if you're in the know, by the way. Go. So I'm going to refer to it <clears throat> as that. Um, he asked me, like, uh, who's like, oh, you can paint a mural here. Because uh, something I do when I travel is sometimes paint murals in exchange uh, for staying at places. Um, even though I'd already paid, uh, he was just saying I could paint a mural there, like, on one of the open walls. And then, like, the third day I was there, which is, like, a Wednesday, he was like, uh, you should come out with me and my friends tonight. This is not how he speaks. <coughs> um, and he was also what you call in French a bavard, which is um, a man who really likes to hear himself talk. So he was actually kind of annoying. Um, but I was like, you know what, sure, yeah, I'll come out with you and your friends. And he took me to this club, I want to say Zubar was the name. The point is I got in this man's car, and I was like, well, if he murders me, I was a guest at this hostel, so it's going to come back to him eventually. So I don't think it's in his best interest to murder me today. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, so he drives me... Um, very far away across the island, but still on the same island, because uh, Guadalupe is made up of like two islands, kind of in the shape of a butterfly, and one's called Ote, and one's called Baster, and Ote is the one I was staying at. Um, and he drives me to this club, and he gives me some cocaine, yes. and it is the best cocaine I have ever had in my life, where like I thought I was a bouty bouty bitch, and he was like, don't put this on your teeth, because it will break your teeth. And I was like, I do cocaine all the time. So I rubbed some on my gums and I felt like my teeth were made of glass were gonna break off in my mouth. It was insane. And so I guess uh, what happened was because it's an island, the cocaine is super pure there, or at least on that island, what they had was like incredible. It was crazy. And it turned out he was like the cocaine man. Um, not like selling, but just had it in his circle. And so I like hung out with him and his friends and we were dancing at the club and he took me to the bathroom to do cocaine. And then when we came out, he was like, hold my hand. So people think that we were just messing around in the bathroom and not that we were doing cocaine. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I don't think this is so people don't think yeah. we're doing cocaine. This seems like more of your personal vendetta. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's got out of the bathroom doing cocaine. So yeah, it, cares. literally. Um, but you know, he was cool. He wasn't trying to like grab on me or anything. Um, but yeah, we were like dancing. There was like a stage with like a pole upstairs and we were like dancing around the pole. And then one point I started like to feel him <laughs> trying to like dance up behind me. You know, as black men do, they try to make their move. They think if I just dance behind her, it's on. And then yeah. I will, I have my own move where I dance away. <laughs> Real <laughs> so quick, I just want to rate that pickup line of holding his hand. We'll get a solid Two oh, of star. him holding, of us yeah. holding hands. I'm sure he thought he was doing something. <laughs> he didn't know that I had been in the game <laughs> for a while. Um, yeah, so I it was really funny because there was like a circular stage that was small, and I was up there, I was dancing. He came up, he was dancing next to me. I felt him trying to like dance up behind me, and I just, you know, held onto the pole and swung around to the other side <laughs> and was dancing. Um, yeah, we had a really great time. Um, and I was like, hey, with his friends, and then I remember, I mean, I speak French. At the time, my French was not, like, amazing, amazing. Um, earlier, like, before we had gone to the club, he, I forgot he had taken me to some 
bar and he had bought like a bottle of rosé and I was like, oh, I don't actually drink rosé, so I'm not really impressed by this. Can I have a pina colada? I'm and actually a boozy bitch. In case you so I just started drinking rosé actually um, in like the past two years. I used to think it was disgusting. Um, now I've had like a change of heart, I guess. I don't know what was <laughs> going on. Um, but yeah, when we had been at that bar, some French kids had just like invited me over to like smoke their hookah and I didn't really know what they were saying, but I was like, we. <laughs> so at the time, the point is my French was good, not great, not amazing. Now my French is a lot better um, after years and going back to live in Paris again. But the point is there were a bunch of dudes like talking to him and trying to talk to me at the end of the night and I was obviously like super coked up and like, whatever. I don't really understand what people are saying, but I don't care. <laughs> and then when we went back that night, and honestly, remembering is hard for me because we went out. I went out with like him and his friends, and I honestly became friends with these two really cool young people. This one half Haitian guy who took me again sidebar going off with another stranger took me into some alley outside the club to do more cocaine, and then he dropped all of his cocaine on the ground. But I had to be done some, so I didn't really feel bad. <laughs> He was no, he was super cool, and then his friend was this really cool girl as well. Um, but basically, what the man, the hostel owner, told me later when we got back, or like we're in the car, he told me that those men were trying to buy me from him and asking how much it would be for him to like sell me to them for one night. Like they thought I was like his property or he was my pimp or something. And he was like, yeah, they were trying to like buy you from me. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> um, so yeah, luckily I went off with a stranger who did not sell me into sex trafficking. Um, and let me know, at least that's what was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was good to know. Um, but going back to the original stranger, <laughs> this one, I'm sorry, this was just oh, for context. Oh, got so deep. We aren't even in the so main deep. plot line. <laughs> this was just for context to let you know what my housing situation was. So I was living in this man's hostel and partying with him and his friends. Um, and I was very much in the inner circle and I felt like a bougie bitch. And he told me, he's like, don't tell anyone else at the hostel, you come out with me. And I was like, okay. Um, and, um, there was some other, like, wannabe party people at the hostel, and they'd be like, where do you go? And I'd be like, mm. So, my bigs, man. I was like, mm, I don't know. French, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, out. Um, yeah. So, there was, uh, well, it was honestly, like, one of my first days there. I was, like, on the beach. You walked down from the hostel, and the beach is, like, very, very close. I was, just, like, lying on the beach, and, like, my hand-me-down bikini because I was, you know, a hoe on a budget. <laughs> um, and then some dude, very light-skinned man, runs by in the very French way. They're always trying to, like, fail du sport. They're always like, let's go to the beach and exercise. And I'm like, chill the fuck out. Um, yeah, so he, like, runs by in, like, his chest and his, like, black shorts or whatever. And I, like, clock him, and I see he's looking at me, and I'm like, whatever. He runs by again, I clock him looking at me yet again. Runs by a third time, he comes up and he's like, ask me in French if I know the time. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember the words for numbers in French right now, but it's this o'clock and like show him my phone or whatever. And obviously that was an excuse for him to talk to me. He did not need to know the time. He was just too much of a pussy. By the way, his name was like 40. 
or what, I don't know how old he was. He was like 30 or 40. I was 19 at the time, by the way, y'all. And this was uh, 2017. This was January 2017. From January 3rd to 18th, I went to Guada. Um, so he comes up and he starts talking to me and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Basically, somehow, I... I think I asked him for weed. This was when I went to a place and I was like, if I can find weed, I can find where the party is. Mm -hmm. If I find where the party is. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. Um, so I think the first thing that happened was like, I told him I was looking for weed. He's like, oh, I can get you weed. So what was really cool about that place, um, the area I was in was there was like a weed smoking club. Um, I don't want to say the name because uh, I don't want to get them in trouble, but it was called... I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna do rhyming. It was called Lion Park, let's say that. There you go. <laughs> um, and it was owned by this dude, and they like would, uh, you could like buy weed there, and they would be like reggae and like traditional drum music, and all the awful, terrible, like spoiled ass European white kids would come there and be like, I am living the ethnic African life, and be like dancing to these drums, and it was like very sad and pathetic, and I hate them. Now, you said you do want to get in trouble. Does that mean that weed is illegal in Guadalupe? I have no idea what the rules are. Gotcha. Honestly. All yeah. I know is there was a weed smoking club, and yeah. I was there. I couldn't tell if it was illegal, but I didn't know. Um, no idea. Um, but yeah, so he took me down to this place, which I'd actually heard of from some of the uh, white European people, wannabe party people in the hostel, and they're like, yeah, there's this very cool place. He wasn't British. This man was like Swedish. I don't, I can't do a Swedish accent. I'm sorry. These accents are hitting Their me. accents are here to stay. I listeners. try my best not to do accents because I'm not getting drunk. <laughs> well, it's okay because I'm actually half European, so I can do some of the accents. There you go. Like, my German accent is great. The point is, um, they had told me about this place. They were like, oh, it's like a weed smoking club. It's really cool. And so this lawyer man, um, let's say his name is Alex. I generally don't remember what his name is, but we're going to call him that because it's easier than me saying lawyer man. Takes me to this place in the daytime. I can't really understand what these men are saying. I'm like, well, I hope I'm not being sold for sex trafficking almost again. But I wasn't. They were just like negotiating. The man was like growing his weed there. It was like a very cool spot. Um, he bought some weed for me, or I gave him some money to buy weed for me. He <laughs> gave me the weed and I was like, great. Now I need you to roll it for me. Yeah. <laughs> because I am a bougie me. bitch and I cannot roll. Um, so then I think we went to his car, like parked by the beach and he rolled me like a couple of joints. I think like three joints. I was like, okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my hostel now. Um, but we had agreed to go, I agreed to hang out with him another day. No idea where we were going, no idea what I was agreeing to. Um, again, can't tell you what day this was or when it happened. Uh, at some point after we met, he picks me up for the day. I think I'm wearing like a, a white shirt with like an acid dripping smiley face on it okay. and shirts. Basically like the young hood that I am. First he takes me to the mall. And I think he was trying to impress me with the fact that they had a mall. Um, that's the vibe I got. Or he went, or maybe he wanted me to want him to buy me something. Yeah. So I would like owe him something. But I was like, I'm not interested in this mall. <laughs> I didn't know why we were there. I don't even think he bought anything. It was super weird. Um, then he stopped. 
and uh, we went to a store and I think he bought bananas and I think probably also condoms even though like I obviously wasn't going to have sex with him in my mind but he was in that store for a while and I think those were the things he bought but definitely bananas were also the things he bought which were great well maybe he was going to teach you how to put on condoms that's why I got the that's bananas so and the condoms that's a read first of all <laughs> and I'm glossing over that read he drives me somewhere again <laughs> don't know mm-hmm. for however long we were driving um and it was cool because i could kind of see like the countryside pass by and he showed me like these um signs they have like um alongside the road because there's so many like motorcycle accidents on the islands because like motorcycles are super popular i've noticed in like tropical places like they islands are, they like, are yeah like even like mexico everyone's like on a foot in like, nigeria it was like half the population was riding the car it's super fun yeah mm-hmm. Sorry, that's a song. No, that's not my song, but it's a lyric from a song by this Nigerian girl. I think it's for a man and then the girl feature. It's called Bop Daddy. It's a bop. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. He drove me to what ended up being like this really cool ass forest. uh, And he was like, only the locals know about this place. Yes, locals. Yeah. And so he, like, takes me into the jungle. Again, I'm just like, sure, down for whatever. <laughs> Walks me into the jungle. Um, and then eventually, like, we end up in, I like, some waterfall. And he's like, yeah, we, like, I'll come here and jump off the waterfall into this pool of water. And I was like, okay, sure. So another thing you should know about this place, it's called Island of Beautiful Waters as well because it has these really magical hot springs. And this place wasn't a hot spring, but I did go to some of the hot springs and jump, like, off a rock into them and like my hair actually grew very crazy long after this vacation I believe from bathing in the hot springs and soaking in them so if you're trying to get that length I do recommend Guadalupe go get those hot springs in the jungle anyways we're hanging out by this waterfall and eventually like it's very clear to me that he like wants to make out or something so I'm like I mean he took me on this adventure I guess I'll just like make out with him so we're like making out of the water and I just let him eat my pussy and then I like sucked his dick and then I how casually slid in that way. I didn't think I just was like whatever, honestly. The waterfall was really cool, it was beautiful. I didn't really want to like you know, get you going. I wasn't interested in him at all and at that time I was just like so whatever about that kind of thing but it was i was actually a turning point for me because i was like i need to stop just hooking up with random men i'm not attracted to (laughs) for like these experiences um and again cannot remember his name (laughs) um so basically after that it was i don't know let me ate some of the bananas probably i don't know um the waterfall was beautiful yeah no the bananas it was hungry he had snacks He took me back, I think, to the hostel, and I was like, okay, bye. Never going to see that man again. And then I just was not interested in him anymore. He had gotten me weed. He had taken me on this excursion, and I was, like, done with the transaction. To me, it was, like, a transactional affair. Yeah. Lo and behold, I start going back to the beach. I, like, never text him back because like, he had my number. I start going back to the beach. One day, he, like... Oh my god, some other boy's talking to me. He comes up, he's like, that's my student from the law school. And now you like younger guys. He think, And he was like, you haven't texted me back. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, you think I just... He literally said these words. You think I just give my penis to anyone like this? And I was like, I don't know. 
I would have been like, yes, actually. I would have been like, hard yes. Bro, I was like, you are a grown man. Uh, Also with like children. And he was like, oh, my wife lives on the other island. I don't know what was going on with him. Um, Yeah. And so then I was like, I literally told him, I was like, I'm 19 years old. Whatever you think happened that meant something did not mean anything to me. Because again... I am 19 years old. Yes. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Did like you I, know you were 19 prior to making out with you? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember if I told him. This, maybe. I mean, I, I found out. I knew his age mm-hmm. before. I, so maybe I also told him how old I was. But I think at that point, me telling him, like, dude, I'm 19 years old, was like, I was not in a romance with you yes. at that waterfall. I don't know if I in your mind. You're single and flirty and ready to mingle. Literally, like, I don't know if his, I don't remember if he less. was divorced and he was, like, looking to settle down with someone. I don't know what he thought was going on, but it wasn't going on. So basically, he would, like, <laughs> I started hanging out with this Swedish girl. I would go to the beach. He would, like, run back and forth past us and, like, make him an excuse to come talk to me. It was, like, insane. One day, he was, like, at the beach with, like, his son, and I was like, oh, like, hey... And then, like, he, like, gave his son to me to hold. I don't think he was looking for, like, a wife. I don't know. But apparently he had another wife in Martinique. I don't know what was going on with him. And then that exchange ended with one day he was, like, basically stalking me. He just showed up to the hostel. And I was like, what are you doing here, you weirdo? That's what happens when you eat bananas with people. That's what happens when you go off with strangers. And that is what I want you all to take. That's this. what happens when you go off with strangers and have sex with them. I didn't have sex you, with him. You, the oral sex is sex. Okay. Church. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a distinction. Well, the point is, I went off with several strangers in that whole <laughs> story. Most of those times I ended up fine, <laughs> as you can hear. But yeah, um, be careful when you go off with strangers, and I guess quote-unquote, have oral sex with them because they may become obsessed with you and want to date you. Um, But, you know, I did come back from the other side of the island, but, you know, sometimes you don't come back from the other side of the island. So let my stories be lessons for you. But that was my time in Guada. And, you know, I had a really good time going off with strangers. One time I got in these two random boys' car. This is the sound of me clapping my hands because I'm from Baltimore. (laughs) I got these two random boys' car with my friend Mia this Swedish girl, um, and it was totally fine, because I think I had seen them at the club before, and they just took us back to the hostel and didn't murder us at all. So, you know, sometimes it's okay, and sometimes don't suck random men's dicks by waterfalls, because it makes them fall in love with you, I guess, or be obsessed with you. It's not really love. Uh, To close out, I do have a hilarious stranger story. This one takes place, I don't remember the year at all. Uh, this is in the Bahamas. This is on a cruise with uh, my friends. Um, I did get permission to use their names. It will be important for okay. the story. So it's me, Juan Gui, uh, Wilson, and Melissa. Of course, anyone listening, you don't know any of those people. We get on the boat. Uh, the boat arrives at the port early in the morning, like mm-hmm. 7 a.m. And it's leaving late. Like Wait, which I have never on? A Bahamas. Okay, okay. We're in Nassau. Okay. So this is like 7, 8 in the morning, and the boat's not leaving till like 11 p.m., mm-hmm. maybe even midnight. So we're like there all day. Mm-hmm. And this was a cruise? Yes. Okay, during This was, I think it was a carnival cruise. Oh, nice. Yeah. So 
we get off the island. Now, when we get off the first time in the daytime, a lot of people went their own ways, and it was pretty much just me and Long Gooey for the day portion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what anyone else was doing. And we're walking the island. We go to the bars. They have the, if you've ever been to the Caribbean, they have Senior Frogs. It's a very popular restaurant in, like, a lot of the Caribbean islands. Um, if you haven't been, check it out. It's part of the tourist trap. They have good drinks. They have cute frogs. It's like a Latin theme, I assume. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. A frog with a sombrero, yes. Oh, <laughs> um, and you know, we decided to get a bottle. We're in the Bahamas, they have like a big Bacardi store there. So we decided to get a bottle and me and Wangu are just sitting on this bench, just <laughs> drinking straight from this bottle, like going ham. And this local comes over, very cute guy. He was like, You can't drink in the streets like <laughs> that's not legal here <laughs> like stop that and we're like you can't we thought that was just an american thing and he's like no like this is not like open container is not a thing here um and he's like where are you guys from so we're telling him from baltimore and you know we're here for the day and you know we just came to just drink and chill or whatever and he was like how long are you here for i said our boat doesn't leave until like 11. he says Meet me back here. Oh, shit. <laughs> he says, meet me back here at, uh, I think it was like 6 or 7 p.m. It was like 7 p.m. And he was like, I'll take you to a, a cool spot where you can really oh, have fun. Oh, God. I said, I'm sorry. Can we pause? <laughs> Listeners, if anyone ever says, meet me back here at blank o'clock, I'll take you to a cool, cool spot where you can have fun, you're going to get taken. <laughs> Maybe uh, this time. I don't know how this story ends. I'm just saying, I want to disclaim, I do not recommend going off with anyone who leads with that phrase. Continue. And, and typically, I don't walk away with people with that phrase, but I was like, I have two other people with me, can they come? Like, I'm not about to say yes and go, like, solo or just oh, me while doing. Um, so he's like, yeah, that's cool. So, of course, we're like, Wilson... Bring your big black ass come here. Okay. You're our security. <laughs> like, if we didn't have Wilson, I don't know. I, it would have been a 10 to 20% less chance of it happening. But not zero. Anyway. Okay. So we meet him back at the same spot on the bench that we were getting crunk at. Yes, a two-person crunk party. That's how we roll. And he, sure enough, he shows up. He's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he orders a taxi cab for all of us. We get in this taxi. taxi. <laughs> Second <laughs> we, location. We, yes. We get in this cab and we drive off. Like, we leave the port. We end up, he says, we're going to go under the, we're going to go to under the bridge. Gag. Okay, so I'm like, cool. It's like yeah, a restaurant like, or some shit. Yeah, it's like a restaurant or bar. We literally go under a bridge. We literally go under a bridge. A wooden bridge or a, a cement bridge, bridge? Like okay. a cement bridge. But under this bridge, it is lined with restaurants and bars. Oh. It was so cool. Like, restaurant, restaurant, bar, 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 restaurant. Like, on nice. this whole strip. It was probably about 10 to 15 establishments on each side. And were they all popping? Yeah, mm-hmm. they all had their own different vibes and stuff like that. People were eating food outside of some of them. Uh, we ended up at this bar where you walk through, you go sit on the deck on the back, and it's like hanging off right over the water. Mm. Um, so like if that deck were to collapse, we would be wet. But can you like put your feet in the water or is it like high? It was pretty high. Okay. It was pretty high. It wasn't like that that close. Maybe during high tide, who knows. 
So we enter the bar. It's late at night. We don't know anybody. We're with oh, we're with Melissa, who again is is the only Caucasian person. In so the I'd group. like you all to just visualize. There's a big black man. There's two black girls, and there's the smallest, cutest white girl with cutest, glasses adorable. you can imagine. Also like, freckles. Yes, yeah, straight from Pennsylvania, redhead. <laughs> Very innocent and adorable. So, Very you know, innocent. we walk in on our she, hood. This person wore a vest to the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. We walk in with our hood shit. So I walk in, I'm like, what's up? I'm Beans, you know? <laughs> and then Wilson comes to like, what's up? with Snipes. And then, you know, Wongui goes in like, hey, I'm Peaches. <laughs> Melissa walks around and we just kind of say it and then just like go sit over. Melissa walks around to handshake everyone. Hi, I'm Melissa. Hi, I'm Melissa. She like not introducing herself by name to everyone. Are you joking? You're like, Melissa, shut up, what are you doing? She's like, well, kidnappers, you know, are less likely to take you if they know your name because That's then they can correlate you that is to someone accurate. they might know. What? <laughs> so, like, if they have an Aunt Melissa, they're less likely to take her because they love their Aunt Melissa. <laughs> All right. That's, that's that, I'll let it. That's that Pennsylvania logic. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've ordered a couple of drinks. We're with the guy uh, that is showing us around. I won't say his name. I do remember it in his good looking self. Um, what do you look like? He, he looking like a man. Oh. I know <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he was probably uh, maybe about a little bit taller than me, which isn't hard, but maybe about 5'11". Mm-hmm. Um, he had just like a regular nice build. Like, he looked pretty average. He like he like worked out, but he looked like normal. He was like from the island. He yeah, was from the like, he looked like a normal human being. Okay. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Me and uh, Wilson, we're Aquarians, so we have ADD like nobody's business. Like, if the wind is blowing, we're riding the wave. So, we're in the back of this bar, and... He's like, I want to go see some of their shops. I said, that's a good idea. Let's go do that. So we're like, hey, you guys want to come and see what else is around? And uh, Melissa and Wongu were like, no, we're good. We're good. Cool beans. So me and Wilson leave. We're gone for like no more than like seven, ten minutes. We're not gone long at all. We come back to the bar, walk through, go back to the dock. I don't see Wongu or Melissa. <laughs> and I'm like hey, have you guys seen my friends? Like, did anyone see where my friends went? And they're, like, kind of, like, shrugging their shoulders. Like, I don't know. Shrugging their shoulders? Yeah. And I'm like, did anyone see the white girl? Like, <laughs> where did the white girl go? There was only one of this doc. Don't fucking play with don't me. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, don't play with me. There's one white girl. We're not losing her in the Bahamas. And, you know, people were just kind of quiet. Like, mm, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see your white girl. See a white girl. Like, you, you fucking did. Her name was Melissa. She shook your hand. She shook your Where fucking fuck hand. She? <laughs> so, <laughs> finally, I'm like, okay, where, where's the tour guide? Um, but he wasn't a tour guide. He was just a random yes, man. Yes, look. He's not American. Guy. Anyone from any place is your tour, tour guide. guide. I know damn. it, and I don't. That's a tour guide. Um, so where's the tour guide at? And they're like, oh, you know, he, he went to the restroom, wherever he went that way. So they point me to where the restrooms are. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's, you leave the bar, you make a left, you go down the dock. That's what I did. Like, you go down the walkway or whatever. I get to a door that has a fucking padlock key padlock oh, on it fuck no. and at this point in time i am flipping a whole shit like 
Where the fuck are my friends? Why did they point me to this locked ass door called a bathroom? <laughs> Where's the guy that brought us here? We weren't even gone that long. I'm yeah. having a whole like mini attack. And Wilson, he's too cool for school, so he's just like, whatever. Um, <laughs> lo and behold, like another five. It felt like 20 minutes, but it was probably only five. When you're having a heart attack, who mm-hmm. knows what time is? Yeah. They come back from, like, way further past the door that I went to, and they come back with the guy. And I was like, where were you? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to the bathroom. The liquor's running through me. I'm like, we're going back to the boat. Like, <laughs> I, can't, the boat. I can't handle the situation. <laughs> um... But it was all in all, outside of the heart attack that I induced on myself, it was a great time. Um, my logic, if you are rolling with people that you know can hold their own, trustworthy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just just take it in a stride. You know, we talked to this guy before we agreed to go with him. We were sitting on the bench, maybe like shooting the shit with him for like an hour or so, mm-hmm. you know, like, and we're pretty good at picking up on energy and vibes. It wasn't like a two second conversation and then we just followed him, like... Yeah. I don't just walk off of strangers at any point. I'll get to know you at least, at least you know, like in speed dating, give them a couple of minutes or something. That's a great strategy. <laughs> when I was going to group, in my logic, uh, I, I'm not as free spirited as spirit over there. Well, She's I don't go off with control. random men who might like want something from me, like a sexual favor anymore. Like that, that particular experience was the end of that. However, if the owner of an establishment says, like, I remember there was a restaurant in the area where I was staying, and the owner of that restaurant was like, come have dinner with me. And I was so done after that waterfall experience that I, like, told my friend, the white Swedish girl, Mia, and then this black boy, who was actually from Laurel randomly, that ended up being at the hospital. Um, Laurel's also in Maryland, where Baltimore's from, so that's, like, what are the chances? Yeah, it was crazy. Um... Yeah, and I was like, both of you come with me to dinner, and maybe he'll pay for all of our dinners, but maybe not, we'll see. And then I think because I brought two people with me, he just, like, he sat at the table with us, and he was on the phone the whole time talking, and, like, didn't pay for our dinners, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. But I, yeah, if I get the sense that someone, like, wants something from me, I'm, I don't go off with them. Yeah, and that's a very important thing to look for. Um... Just so the listeners know, you can tell when someone wants something from you. Um, if they're giving you weird, hard looks, typically, um, like I like inappropriate staring, yeah. like aggressive staring. Um, when they come to ask you what the time is, and they obviously have ways of knowing the time. Yeah, if they are wearing an Apple Watch and ask you the time, that's a red flag. Yeah, um, according to Spirit, if they're driving red cars. Well, that's for so. There's yes. So also hitchhiking is a different scenario. So detour into a different topic. Um, I do hitchhike under, I have, there's obviously rules to hitchhiking. I'm not insane. Um, my own personal thing is I don't ever get into anyone who's driving, in the car of anyone who's driving a red car, and I never get into the car of a man who's wearing glasses. And as you can see, I'm, or here, I'm still alive. So obviously these rules have some merit to them. Um, so yeah, those are my rules. Obviously, you never get in a car where there's more than one man. Don't ever get into a car with a man alone. Um, these are very basic rules. I feel I shouldn't perhaps have to say them, um, but yeah. Better safe than sorry. No red cars, no men with glasses. 
Um, but yes, this was our first episode of Trippers Trippin'. We're going to have more crazy stories coming your way. Uh, please stay tuned. We'd love to hear back from you. Uh, we're going to leave off on some questions for you, so please shoot us an email or inboxes. Uh, have you ever walked off with a stranger mm-hmm. in your travels? Um, and or in, you know, life. In life, yes. I mean, that's still travel. I got you. Yeah, but you know, did you go to a rave and did you go hang out with a stranger somewhere else? Did you go to a second location from a party with someone you didn't know (laughs) and something cool happened? We want to know. And tell us what happened. And even if you want us to read it online on the air, we got you. Yeah, so just email us your question or your answer, I should say, at Chippers Trippin'. That's T R I P P E R S. T-R-I-P-P-I-N at gmail.com. We also like to know, would you ever go off with a stranger when you're traveling in one of the scenarios that Beans or I described? And what would it take for you to go off with a stranger? We'd love to know. Email us those answers and we might read them on the air if they're cool enough. This has been another episode of Trippers Trippin'. We want to hear your responses to those questions that we asked today. You can email your own trip stories, travel questions, and feedback to us at trippertrippin at gmail.com. That's T-R-I-P-P-E-R-S-T-R-I-P-P-I-N at gmail.com. To hear more of us, you can go to soundcloud.com backslash trippers hyphen trippin. To see more of us and some photos of our favorite trips, go to blogger.trippertrippin.com. Thank you for being here with us this week, and don't miss out on our next adventure. And after what you've heard today, are you going or not?